This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. Most, not all, but most Canadian cities have growth fees or fees associated with new homes, new neighbourhoods. Mayor Brian Bowman is looking at the same for our city. Council put in the most recent budget some funds to study this so that we can have uh, the facts and figures to have an informed discussion. No decisions are impending right now. Uh, We want to just make sure we have relevant information so we can have a meaningful discussion and debate, not just at council, but in the community. And so there is nothing pending right now. We've simply put the RFP out to have a consultant study and look at some facts and figures with current up-to-date information. We can continue to have dialogue with stakeholders, including the industry. Mike Moore is with the Manitoba Home Builders Association, president and CEO of that organization. Mike Moore, thank you for joining us. No surprise that City Hall is looking at this again and paying a consultant to get all the facts and figures. I know this is something as an organization you've been looking at. How do you come at the argument when somebody is saying to you, a government organization saying to you, we want you to pay more for a new house, you're just going to pass that on to the consumer, correct? Oh, absolutely. It goes on to the the eventual consumer. Uh, but our opinion has always been that growth and new development should pay its fair share. We just uh, differ in opinion saying that we already do pay not only our fair share, but more than our fair share. Help us understand your math on this. Well, when you look at a new development, uh, you have to consider who contributes what. And within that entire subdivision, all of the costs of infrastructure, 100%, is paid for by the developer, which, of course, eventually is the consumer, the home buyer. The roads, the hydro, the sewer, the water, the curbs and gutters, the, you know, uh, uh, land dedication for park, dedication for fire hall, police station, whatever it may be, uh, schools, uh, has all been put aside and paid for by the developer. All, all right, let's break that down. Let's look at a newer development, uh, Bridgewater Forest. When mm-hmm. it's done, uh, the size of, you know, Waverly West, the size of, of Brandon, if you will, right. and I think it's ahead of, uh, of the game right now. I know it because I've covered it over the years And uh, yes, uh, the streets within that development are paid by the developer, but I do know that there was a deal with the city of Winnipeg and the province of Manitoba. Once upon a time, they were trying to make the developers pay for flyaways. In other words, that uh, over Keniston, instead of traffic lights, there would be grade separation. And uh, I do recall the debate And that was balked at, that in the end, we're not paying for this. It's somebody else that would pay for this. So there's negotiation that goes on between developers and and levels of government when it comes to the infrastructure needs of a new development. Is there not? Absolutely. And the the impact outside, you know, as you say, the... uh there are expressways going by that uh, tend to be government oriented there are the uh, the arterial roads which are split in cost in other words uh, you know adding new lanes one lane city one lane so you developer. pay for the streets within the development but for the regional streets to go through the development like the Keniston extension and the other roads that's not just solely on the developer we're paying for that as taxpayers are we not the the roads the Keniston actually was funded both federally and provincially uh, with some city money. Again, all of us are the taxpayer. I uh, certainly wouldn't deny that. And you're right. The discussions 
regarding Keniston were such that actually there was discussion as to what the road should look like, the road going through, and a number of changes made there. But yes, there are fees paid by the developer both inside and outside the boundaries of the development. I mean, you look at coming into Sage Creek, the developer paid for uh, the widening and some of the uh, sewer and water benefits that are along Lajemodier, not and, just inside Sage Creek. And you set aside the money for the new school for the new fire hall, but you don't you don't build it. It's it's oh no no, no. It, 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 it's other taxpayers that uh, that ultimately fund it. And I'm not belittling it in the sense that you know you build six and seven hundred thousand dollar homes there, the tax bill, the property tax bill there is sizable. And interestingly enough, when you use the example of Waverly West, a lot of those lands are owned by uh, the provincial government uh, through its arm of, uh, of development. And those dollars were apparently supposed to go back into inner city Winnipeg, were they not? Uh, I believe that was the intent. Yes, the uh, Manitoba Housing is the developer for the Bridgewater Forest or the Bridgewater part of the Waverly West subdivision. Where is this all going in your view? You're saying you're paying your fair share. Uh, the city wants to see whether or not they can um, tax even more of this. Is there room right now, given the market, that uh, let's let's slap five hundred or a thousand dollars on a new house? Have you folks done the studies to to see where the absorption rate is that you could actually handle those fees? Well, we've done the studies to show that new development contributes quite a bit to the city. For instance, the uh, uh, Deloitte study that was recently done shows that the net benefit, net present value benefit to the city of Winnipeg when the subdivision is grown out is $254 million uh, over the lifespan you know, of the, uh, the infrastructure for that development. So uh, we've done some work and we'll continue to do more work. And of course, we will be partnering with the city and, and are partnering. Uh, we're reviewing the development agreement parameters right now, which reviews what is the fair share that development should be paying for in relation to every subdivision, not just inside, but also some of the outside. Where And, uh, of course, the, uh, the RFP that the city has put out right now, I assume we will be a major contributor when the consultant is hired uh, because they have to get all sides of the story. But just, you know, taxing one particular group for something is what I find uh, objectionable. You know, when we talk about the widening of Keniston or the Waverly underpass, whatever it may be, and say, well, let's make Waverly West pay for that. I think the frustration from a lot of new homeowners, uh, the fact that they don't get the fire hall right away, they have to wait years to get the new school. Um, yes, or even a bus route. Or even a bus route. And I think that if uh, you're going to pay more, you want those services a lot sooner. Because I, and, and I've seen this in my experience 20-some years ago building a house where you, you ask the question, when's the new school coming up or when's the park going to be? And they tell you, oh, it's just a matter of a couple of years. And then a couple of years passes and more and more and more. And I think that if you're paying six and $700,000 for a home and you've got a new family, you don't want to end up having to bus your kids halfway across to the next neighborhood. You want those schools now. You want those 
those services now. And, and if that's paying not among part of the highest property taxes well, but, in the city too. But does that not have to be part of the argument and the debate that uh, if you're popping up new neighborhoods, that there needs to be a more timely way to put up the infrastructure? Look at the folks, and I, and I use that as an example. In, uh, in the Waverly West area, they're waiting for a high school there for how many years? And it, it seems to me that you have to change a government before you get a high school in the area. <laughs> well, I, well, we do have a change of government. so uh, And will they pay a role? Will Brian Pallister and the new progressive conservatives play a role in this? I think we're all partners in this. I think the uh, provincial government will weigh in, the municipal government, and the development industry. Uh, it has to be inclusive of everyone. And I think the mayor said that uh, this morning and yesterday, that uh, uh, he wants to go public with it. And we're more than happy to share all the numbers and all the research public. Uh, I, I think everyone needs to know and decide. But just to... Uh, assess a fee would be improper, and I think that's why the mayor's going ahead with this study, is that he's not going to just slap a fee on, which was proposed in a previous administration. Mike Moore, a Manitoba home builders. Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.